everyone. Welcome to the Mass Construction Show. I'm your host, Joe Kelly, and this is a podcast about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. Today's episode is brought to you by Central, commercial carpenters and supporters of our conversations. So this is a quick impromptu podcast. We have upcoming on March 28th, I'm going to be giving a talk on community leadership at Wentworth. It's part of a Dean's panel discussion. Uh, it's a multiple series. The one after that in April will be with Sean Lover. So I'm going to follow up with a episode giving you the details on that. But the 28th will be a discussion on community leadership. You can sign up. There'll be a link in the show notes. And it's going to be a conversation we're going to have. It's going to be students. It's going to be people from industry. And I also thought it'd be a nice time to maybe do an impromptu, I'm using the word impromptu a lot today, uh, kind of like mass construction meetup. There's a lot of folks that weren't into cigars or weren't able to go to the cigars or it was filled up and couldn't sign up for the cigar meetup. But if you would like to do a little bit of a meetup, please attend that event. And then after we'll just chat quickly and find a spot local and go have a drink with some other mass cons. So I would love it. It's the first time I'm doing a talk on this subject. I've been doing a couple of new things lately. I did a class, I would say, class, talk, whatever you want to call it, on the use of social media for your business. And now it's going to be a talk on community leadership and what it takes to be a community leader. It's a lot different than being a leader in business, right? Because you don't have direct reports and things like that. So I'm going to talk through what that is, what it's meant for mass construction and how you might do that for whatever it is you're passionate about, whether it's a, uh, a sports league that you're part of or a cause that you're really excited about or crypto or whatever, you, whatever you're into that you might like to be a leader of. Please come by, take a listen. It's, you know, these are my thoughts on it. I'd be curious what you think about them. And I would love to meet some new faces or see some old faces. Either way, I'm excited. So please, March 28th, check out the show notes, sign up, and come by and hopefully hang out after and we'll go grab a drink. Up next, there's a poll released by Rasmussen. Today we're going to talk about a couple of random things and not necessarily ties to construction other than the fact that sustainability is a big part of construction and it's just kind of some interesting things that are happening in the sustainability space and i thought you as listeners might find these things interesting so there's a poll released by rasmussen that found that 60 percent of likely voters agreed with the statement that climate change has become a religion that actually has nothing to do with the climate it is really about power and control. So what it was is there was a presidential candidate that was running, and I believe he made that statement or that loose statement. And it was interesting that 60% of likely voters agreed with that statement. And what was even more stunning, and this kind of blew my mind, was that 45% of Democrats polled agreed with that statement. So 60% of likely voters and 45% of Democrats who would presumably be in that camp on climate change, said that they felt like it was a religion. I want to make sure I have it right. A religion. Um, and it's really about power and control. So that was fascinating to me because, you know, we walk around in this world and there's all this stuff about sustainability and uh, climate change. And I think, you know, do people think of those two things separately or do they kind of just lump them together? I'm, I'm kind of curious what the delineation is there. Um, 
And I, you know, I kind of, maybe if I'm stopping and thinking about it now, maybe I consider those two things. Yeah. They're, they're different, right? Like you want to be able to have something that is sustainable and will last a long time or is regenerative and makes things better. Um, so I think that is different than climate change itself. And I think those two get lumped together sometimes. So maybe that's where the disconnect, only 4% of people polled said they were unsure. So um, it was an interesting note in there. And let me actually read it. It says uh, only 4% were unsure, signaling that the constant drumbeat of climate crisis propaganda isn't having much effect one way or the other. So this one's a stunner. Um, if you just kind of took the temperature of people out there, you would seem like everybody's in that camp of all on board with climate change, but apparently that's not the case. Completely confusing to me because that's um, really not what you see in your everyday life and headlines and what we hear from corporations and all this kind of stuff, but the average person doesn't feel the same. Super interesting. Next up was an interesting article that I read, and it was it had to do with a study done by KPMG where they polled auto industry executives and asked them about their bullishness basically on EVs. And last year, they expected by 2030, they expected that 65% of vehicles will be EVs. This year, when they were polled. And again, we're talking about 900 executives in the auto industry. So we're talking about not, you know, they didn't poll 10, 20, 60 people, 900 people at major auto industry uh, executives. Last year, they said 65% of the market would be EVs by 2030. This year, they came back and said only 35% of the cars will be EVs by 2030. So how do you have that drastic of a reduction? I mean, heck, you've almost cut it in half. What happened year over year? And it's not like they're saying like, oh, well, the economy's worse, so people are going to be buying less cars. They're not talking about total quantity of EVs. They were just saying percentage of EVs. So what happened in one year for that same 900 people to have such a drastic drop off in EVs or projected EVs? I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the driver of the drop-off is if they're looking at it and saying like, oh, well, we're starting to see inability to get batteries. We're starting to see pushback for this or that, but something's happening in the marketplace that they're not so bullish on EVs. And I would love to get to the bottom of that. So two interesting things that are out there in the marketplace, the amount of people and the politics of the people who are really questioning climate change or, or i forget what the the quote is there but it's basically saying that it's a religion and it's about power and money or whatever the heck they said that's a stunner and the fact that that many auto executives have changed from year over year that they think that the you know i know it's not exactly half but they think you know almost half the amount of what they thought last year will be evs by 2030 so that's a major shift. If we were looking at and say, hey, everything's on the upswing about EVs, more EVs, this, this, that, bam, 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 boom. And now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, you know what? Not so much. And it's not like they're tamping it down a little that they're cutting that thing almost in half. So two things to look out for on the sustainability front. It seems like things are changing a little bit. I'd be curious to see how this all shakes out. 
Up next, I'm going to drop a clip in here from a recent CM Wentworth CM Club podcast. Um, I thought the young ladies on this episode were very insightful about their, um, or uh, maybe better said, it was very refreshing to hear them talk about uh, what it was like being a woman on a construction site. And I thought they had a really good perspective, um, good response to some negative stuff. And, you know, I, I tend to agree with them. I mean, it's, it, and it seems like we're moving in the right direction. And I thought it was a positive thing to hear. So I'm going to drop that clip in. You guys can have a listen. I'm also going to put a link if you want to listen to the full episode of the CM Club podcast. Maybe I don't want to add it, but just basically, like, I feel like I get treated nicer because I'm a woman. <laughs> But yeah, don't have to add it, but maybe it's like an overcompensating. Like I don't want to make you feel yeah, yeah. like you know, so I'm I don't want to make you, you more uncomfortable. It. So I'm gonna treat you better. You yeah, better yeah. Than feel like that too. Like sometimes yeah, the, the, Foreman's so nice. It's to almost me. Like so that, yeah, yeah. It's nice when they pick at you, like pick, make fun of you a little bit, because then you don't feel like you're up on a right. pedestal. Yeah, you feel like you're one of the no, guys. I totally yeah. Like, um, yeah <laughs> so like I've been called new I'm I've been at work for like a month and a half and they call me new girl still which I think is so funny and I love it yeah. because at least they're acknowledging me mm-hmm. and it's not yeah you know, I'm a woman but it's like I'm in I'm a co-op I'm an yeah. intern you just have to think about that like on a different level sometimes but it's still as long as they're acknowledging you and still like ask you to do things and uh, listen to you when you speak and like look at you in your eyes when you speak it's mm-hmm. nice to just be appreciated as somebody there and, and uh, just enjoy yeah like they'd always like comment on like I'm very like feminine so like they're like oh you have like your high vis like acrylic nails because I always have them in high vis colors and just stuff like that but sometimes like on the flip side I feel like just because of how um feminine I am and appear like sometimes I feel like I'm not taken as seriously sometimes in the classroom and sometimes on the field and I just like you know don't let that get in your head I feel like there's still more opportunities for people you know to learn and just kind of like end that type of like narrative or stigma it's also like not a reflection on you it would be a reflection on anyone that's treating you differently so if you were to get into the field and someone has something to say or doesn't give you the respect you deserve it's not a reflection on you being there it's a reflection on them being there and everybody knows that except for that person right like it's so apparent to everybody else except for the person that just said something like they're obviously the one in the wrong yeah which is nice that the culture has changed around that it's pretty awkward when a comment's made so awkward you'd think it would be so normal but it's not not anymore it's pretty boring like or at least in my experience they'll say something and they'll and then I'll kind of like look like I don't let it go it's something that you can more often now be like what did you just say to me and then they get really uncomfortable and then it's like okay they learned a lesson today where like you can't just say things out Mm. of the out of the ordinary to a woman just because you feel like you can yeah and I feel like just progress and everything would just be more efficient if people are like learning of each other and don't like cancel someone out because of you know just a silly mistake I feel like everyone on site is also very open. So like if someone says something that's like whack, you can be like, what did you just say? And like call them out. And they're like, they don't take heart to it. They're like, oh, bad. (laughs) Um, Like I feel like everyone's just more upfront about everything. All right. Well, that's it for today, folks. Hope you enjoyed that little clip. Hope you'll go over there and listen. Hope you come by March 28th 
to Wentworth on campus, listen to the talk, meet some of the students. They would love to see people from the industry, do a little networking with the students, do a little networking with other people from the industry, you know, speak with the professors, see what's going on, maybe provide your input, and then let's go grab a drink after. I would love to meet some mascons and I would love to see some of the old faces as well. Take care.